Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times— to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. Hi, I'm Imri, the host of The Wannabe Podcast, the podcast that takes you from where you are now to where you want to be in 30 minutes or less. If you recently discovered this podcast, welcome. Every week I'm joined by amazing high achievers who you may or may not have heard of before, but you'll be glad that you did. This week, I'm joined by the incredibly funny Nathan Bryan. Nathan is a writer and actor. He's best known to viewers for his role as regular character Jamie in Some Girls and Ben Adorm's Joey. Nathan has written for critically acclaimed CBB's cartoon Rastamouse, BAFTA award-winning Swashbuckle and The Apple Tree House. Nathan currently has his cartoon series AfroKid and he recently nabbed a three-book deal on his Putchabix series due to hit shelves in 2019. In this episode, you'll find out how to handle losing a job, how to start a project with no money and why it's important you pay your crew. Nathan is a hoot, but keep your headphones on as we swear quite a bit in this one. Sorry. There's so many great parts to your story that I just love. Like Thanks. the fact that you are willing to invest it all yes. at times. Do you not ever get apprehensive about throwing like all your money into one thing? Do you not have like, do you have a backup plan or a contingency? No, a safety none. Net? None. Like, oh crap. If I can't, what? Do you never have those? Oh shit. I might not be able to pay rent. Yeah, time. of course. Like, last so what do you year. do? Listen, last year... I had this really terrible moment where, uh, what happened? I actually, I've actually told no one this, bar my girlfriend at the time, because she saw my trill days. But basically, when we were doing a TV show, you get paid quite a lot of money, which is great. Nice. But obviously, when it's new to your life, you just start stunting, innit? You start yeah. living a little life. Making it rain. Like, do you know what I mean? And I'm, not, and I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking, like, I'm not getting that much money. Like, if you compare it to anyone else... I'm getting jack shit. But in my world, that's, that's a lot. lot. Yeah. So I was like, so, so, you know, I moved out of home a couple of years back and moved into this really swanky pad, weirdly in Battersea, which was oh, nice. Oh, sorry. Battersea. Yeah, it was nice, but I couldn't afford to live there. So I was like, what the no fuck Because also <laughs> I wanted to, you know, and I was just basically, I went out of home being like, oh, you know, I'm going to do it. And long story short, I said, oh, um, I, I met these filmmakers called Marley and Michelle, who are amazing, and uh, they sent me a script. And I said this thing, I was like, you know what, if I'm doing any more short films, yeah, I want to be the lead role. That's it. I won't do nothing else. I want to be, I want to try and focus on that. And then they sent the script. And then I was just super gassed on the script and them. That I was like, I'll give you two grand to make it. Oh my God. So you I'll invested you, in someone else's production. Because they were giving me the lead role. Sure. And they were giving me the producer. 
Um, it's like paying you to be your own the lead. How's yeah, that? yeah, but it's doing it's done really well. It's in the London Short Film Festival next month, and it's it's doing really super well, which is great. Um, but so this is where the, it got it got peak in it, and they were super humble and lovely. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna give two crap. Bow, we're gonna make this movie. Bow, bow. <laughs> Thinking I was a big G. Yeah. <laughs> Cut two. It's like flipping December now, coming up to tax, and I'm looking at my bank. Like, I don't got that two G boy. I don't got it. I don't have it. And if I give it to you. I won't have money. Like, yeah. I've, just, I've just done this all wrong. And I'm sat in this flat with my girlfriend, which is all swanky with my broke ass, sweating, like, what the fuck have I done? How am I going to tell them? Maybe I'll just air their calls. Da, 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 da. And yeah. then I was like, no, just be honest. Be honest. So in the end, I gave them a grand and a half, but I gave them a grand up front and then I gave the half later. I mean, that's still very, very generous and For basically me, I, damn close to what you Yeah, promised. promise. But still at the same time, it was like, you know, that was, you were talking of, do you not never worry about paying your rent? Yeah, 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 yeah. fuck yeah, I do. But um, I've always believed that if you don't back your own horse, how, like, that's why you're doing this, like, we're doing Amen. this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you don't back you, who the fuck is going to back you? This is something that has come up time and time again for us, mm. um, for me in particular, because the thing is, I've never... Before shout, starting the Shout Network, yeah. before even doing this podcast, like I've never really put money besides into my education, which yeah. I feel like everyone, that's not, it's not unrealistic. That's kind of expected that you back your education. Yeah. Everyone expects that. Um, so prior to that, there was me, I was just living my life, working full time, yeah. standard nine to five life. And then it just became really unsatisfying. And it got to a point where actually I saw actually it was mostly F.A. He started buying stuff. He was really investing in equipment. I was yeah, like, what that's is this amazing. Dream? What is, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was lost. It was really unfamiliar to me because I hadn't really seen that before. Like yes. at least around my life or in my family in that same way. And yeah, like over time it became a habit to me. Like if I want to do something, then why am I waiting for like the BBC to come and ask me to co- to commission me to do audio work when we could just do it, like just do it and see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely can get behind the idea that, you know what, sometimes it's going to take money to like get your dreams off the ground. If you want to create something, you have to spend the money for it. And, but there is that, the other side that there are people that don't have the resources and i and i didn't for a while do you know what i'm saying and i think there's a it there's uh so how do you then go to go about even saving up so you know roughly in your head okay i want to create this particular short or yeah. this sketch yeah and i can't really afford to pay nobody how do you then like get people on board and then essentially find enough money to yeah. get that off the ground do you just work any <sighs> job or do jobs just suddenly like you know you need to raise 2k like this is suddenly opportunities start coming at yeah, you yeah that- but this is why artists are the greatest people in the world i don't give a fuck what anyone says we're fucking great <laughs> you are so kanye westing right now yeah yeah <laughs> i enjoy you know i actually watch his videos on my <laughs> own fam they start my day I i'll go like on kanye west yeah literally I'll just, and sometimes <laughs> it is <laughs> sometimes it ends up bad. i eat kanye for breakfast yeah do you know what i mean Lunch i literally do <laughs> dj carlin videos all of them i just sit there and i just take it all in because i feel like whilst they're obviously multi-millionaire they've yeah. all had the same struggle that we're talking of and i think look scarcity yeah it, it's it's true and we're I, when now we're making films we try to pay our crew yeah tiny money not even real money fake money it's like it's a joke of <laughs> like a fake juice yeah it's just it's it's, it's 
Yeah, what we pay them is poor. But that's all. When it's I say what like, you can afford, right? It's nothing. It, it's it's like a day fee. Yeah, because these people are incredibly talented, and they work on high level productions around. So I'm literally begging friend. Yeah. So now it's different, but before. You know, we were just true, like, that you find people who want to do the same things you want to do. So, And how do you find those people? How do you? You you go to a film event. So I was interested in making films. So I went to film events. Mm -hmm. And then I would get drunk. And I would meet other people who got drunk and uncomfortable. (laughs) And then we spoke. And then we exchanged eats. And then we go have coffees. And then we keep making art. (laughs) Well, my my thing is, and me and Tree got to that place last year. But we were like, it costs us five grand to make a film. And we don't have fuck all. Like, we've spent all our money. Mm. And think, after... After you've made a film, festivals cost a thousand pounds. So what? yeah, to put to enter your film into festivals around the world, right? These festivals can say no. Right. But you've paid fifty pounds for them to just look at your work. That's nuts. So you spent so I've just spent a thousand pounds entering reality around the world. We got into we were screened in Rome last week. Congratulations. And then, yeah, which was dope. Well and then done. and then we got swerved in India. So yeah. it was just like a real like, but you pay £75 to do it. So you're just like, bro, that's a whole day of my life. Like I've just given to a website for nothing. Yeah. For just air. To be in with a chance to win it, which is wild. Getting people to get in with you. But I mean, ultimately it, you're right. People are drawn to a cause and drawn to the same missions yeah. as you. If you have a really clear message about what you're creating, people will come. Yeah. So you, I think a lot of people underestimate how easy it is to get people that look at your vision and wider mission and yeah. see how they fit into that Yeah. and say, you know what? I believe that you're going to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. And actually, because I believe you're going to make this happen, I want to be a part of that journey because yeah. for me, I can see myself doing X, Y, and Z. And uh, funny enough, I've had so many people come through this network, actually, who have gone on to do amazing, amazing things and are doing amazing things as a result of doing work with us. Like, yeah. The, the names that they've been able to attach themselves to as a result of being here. Amazing. I've never been able to pay them one penny, but because they want to go freelance at some point, they can say, oh, I've worked with this company who they probably would never have had that opportunity with before. Exactly. And so it, I think in a lot of ways, when it comes to trying to get people to work with you and you don't have the resources, being very transparent about that is mm. so key. Be some honest. People, some people, people are will shady. Fin- people will finesse you and say that they can do X, Y, and Z. And it's like the cold hard reality is they can't. can't. Be and honest. Be, be honest. Be very so honest. True. And oh then my God, also so true. you need to be able to sell yourself in your dream. If you believe that it's going to be big, then... You need to be able to sell that. Don't be unrealistic, but sell yeah, it to the point that says, you know what? These are the opportunities that I can realistically give to you yeah. if you're part of this. Yeah. This is where I'm planning to take this if you are part of this. This is where it can go if you are part of this. Yeah, but be you, humble with it. Because yeah. there's all these cats that are like, oh, you know, you'll get loads of visibility. And it's like, you, I, I can't the visi- eat that. The, the visibility is a trash argument. Like yeah. I I look at the experience. So whenever someone comes to volunteer for us, yeah. I always say, what do you want to get out of this? What is it that you want? Yeah, because yeah, ultimately... Yeah. I don't feel, I will not feel comfortable asking you to do anything for me if I don't feel like you're going to reach your end goal. Perfect. I, and I have had Perfect. that conversation with everyone. Like, where do you see yourself being? Like, what is it that you want to do? Do you yeah. want to be a conference producer for yourself? Do you want to be an editorial person for yourself? Do you want to be a digital content? Like, what do you see yourself doing? Because if 
if I can get you there, I'll be honest with you right I'll now. Help. I'll help. Yeah. I'll put you in touch with people. I'll yeah. connect you where I can, where the opportunity presents itself. Andres. But if I don't see myself being able to help you, I'm not going to ask you to help me. And also I can't. And yeah. You, I can't. You'll just be around being weird. And then it will just be resentful. And yeah. yeah. So no. no, I definitely hear that. It's tough out here, but. And also be ready to fail. Sorry. That was the last thing. Oh, like, that's good. And by fail, I don't mean fail. Like, I've never failed, but like, I've made some Bad films, man. <laughs> like some sketches that are just so skirt. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, you know, I'll look through some of them and just be like, what the fuck? What, like, what were was you thinking? On? But you know what? I'm so proud that I did it. I shared it. I don't care. Yeah, I think that's good. You have to share the work that. It's where you have you to share the, it's the good and the place. bad. Yeah. Some people only like to show the highlight reel. Um, and I think that's really disingenuous to, yeah. to, to some extent i i get why people do that do it that way and it makes perfect sense but then it kind of gives a lot of young people especially who look up to you because the thing is i i know that there are young people looking up to the work that we're doing right yeah, now yeah. and thinking nah i want to go work in film i want to be on this tv yeah. show i want to be a podcaster that's here 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 and here and i'm like if i don't let This is Nicole Hannah-Jones, creator of the 1619 Project from the New York Times Magazine. The project makes a case that you don't often hear in history textbooks, that slavery was foundational to America. So it wasn't surprising that we ignited a fierce debate among historians about these issues. But that's the power of the New York Times, to spark an important dialogue with bold, rigorous reporting that forces us to examine our assumptions. To learn more, go to nytimes.com slash worth it. you know what this was like then you're gonna get to thinking that it was just easy for me hey but if and that's it how wasn't. You, it wasn't but if you i mean the highlight real thing uh, i get yeah i'm the opposite of the highlight real i'm gonna be like i'm yeah 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 i, I have a lot i don't do it on um online as much no. but i've definitely had coffees with people who have asked for advice even up until like a few days ago, I had coffee with someone. She's like, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, okay, well, have you thought about this, this, this? And I think she got like brain tired afterwards. Oh, yeah, Cause yeah, I yeah. was like, there are so many things that I've learned in the past two years. Yeah. And I just dumped that on her. Like, Good. and I was like, I hope that doesn't dissuade you, but I just want you to recognize like, it's hard. That is hard. It's worth it. Yeah. But just know what you're going into. Yeah. Because it took me a long time to get to what I can share with you now. Yeah. So I feel like ultimately everything I do is so that someone else can have an easier time doing it. Yeah, later. good. And that's exactly what it should be. Yeah. Perfect. Are you mentoring anyone right now? No, I want to. I want to. I've oh, always wanted so to. So you're open to mentors. Yeah. Note to, note yeah. to listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so can you um, share a time that you felt like you really wanted to quit or you were on the verge of quitting and what did you do to overcome that uh okay so it was deep i'm trying to work out okay so i was on a show called some girls for three years which was cool and um, my sister loved that show it was a great show bernadette davis adelaide just legends alice who's in boss man legends and Colin Salmon, legend. Dolly Wells. Anyway, they're all legends. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Everyone's was a legend. Everyone's a legend. I love them all. Anyway, <laughs> so the ones were short. It's Teresa's birthday. And I'm going to go meet her and her mom and her friends. And I'm with my best friend on the train. And I'm just going through my emails, as us freelancers do, looking for work opportunities. And I get this email come up. And I'm like, oh. And it's from the producer of the show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's emailed me like 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, she's emailed to be like, basically BBC Three have cut our budgets and we, we, we can't have you for the third season. Oh, wow. And I was on the train and like instantly my eyes filled up. And like, remember, I'm a tiny part on the show. Yeah. But before getting that job, I'd done bare auditions. Bare. And I'd done other stuff, but that was my first TV regular, semi-regular um, role. And I saw it and I was like, that, that's it, isn't it? That's like, because that was the thing that like got me working with, do you know what I mean? It was just my first TV gig and to lose that opportunity that yeah. I worked so hard for via email. Remember, and also oh, like yeah, that's rough. via email and then to have to go to your girlfriend's birthday with a smile on your face, have to tell your parents who were, you know, concerned anyway that you wanted to be an actor. Yeah. That you've lost it was like, oh, and then having to tell all these people who are asking, are you doing it again? Are you doing it again? Yeah, yeah, Long yeah. story short, I did do an episode of series three um, because of Colin Salmon. I will say no more, but and probably the rest of them because they're all great, but Colin Salmon really fought for me and I love that man. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, that must have been so hard. It was horrible, but you know, um, now being like what four or five years later I get it that's what, what happens like there's no, there's no malice in it like no one would have wanted to have done it no one would have been like oh can't wait to go it's just how did you even get to that point of realize, realization that you are now for example um, that you know it wasn't malicious but I guess in that moment it must have just felt so personal of course because in your in that moment that's all you have that's yeah. literally like you know the show, and also the show like with the most respect my role was small anyway yeah so I was holding on to something real small and that was my first step on the ladder and other things were going well at the time but to lose that step Mm -hmm. and then not even have any idea how you know um what else was out there was like and it just felt embarrassing I felt ashamed I felt really ashamed and lonely because obviously I knew they were shooting another series and everyone off else was going to be doing it having loads of fun and that's the dream and to lose it was just really heartbreaking but years later I go uh I mean <laughs> funny thing is I still get repeat fees <laughs> so what's repeat fees repeat fees so when um the show goes back on telly you get another check what yeah, like a royalty type yeah thing. royalty like that so that's so cool and they've paid me loads from that so a financially You're they never did me a wrong <laughs> they never did me a wrong and then b um, all those producers and stuff who creative team who made the show 
have always been very kind, sweet, blessed to me. If I've ever asked to have a coffee with them or talk to them about my ideas, they've always been very open to that. Like, it's just an unfortunate thing to have to happen, but it happens yeah. every single day in our industry, and I am no no different. But that was, like, a real sad point. So when you got some girls, mm. and even Benadom as well, mm. did you have an agent at this point? Yeah, I've had the who... same agent since I was um, uh, 18, I think. How would you get an agent? I got an agent. Oh, another story, blagging. Right, so... <laughs> um, I don't know. I think at school I was into drama, but I was a bit shit because I couldn't remember my lines. And I failed drama, actually. I got an E. Or That's hilarious. Yeah, I failed drama, and yeah. Source. I know. I mean, it's I'm fine. such a high achiever in life. Yeah, that was just, no, but get yours. Was. Yeah, but for me, it wasn't even... I failed it and was like, well... It's deep. But I it didn't dent my confidence okay. in drama. I That's was like, good. of course it's dumb anyway. Fuck this shit. <laughs> These people are dumb. They clearly don't get it, whatever. But obviously I, I was I was not taking it fully seriously. Long story short, um we had a lesson about agents, but the teacher was basically being like, and I do love the teacher, but she was basically saying like Oh, like you don't really need one now, like you just hustle, hustle, just be in little plays, do you know what I mean? Be like whatever. So I was like, mm, mm. side eye skiing. And so I Google, go on Google, and I was like, how do you get an agent? They were like, buy this spotlight book. It's got all the agencies on it. Bought the book. And I was working as an usher at the Is theater. that still a thing? Spotlight's a thing. It's got every single uh, agent, uh, every single recording studio, every single, Ooh, all wow. in one book. And it's about £14. Pounds. And um, it... It, I, I mean, I guess there's internet databases now, which I don't know if you need it, but at that time it was great. Then I made a CV on my own, printed them all off at school for free, got my <laughs> girlfriend's mum to take um, some headshots of me. No, my mum took headshots of me, right? Oh, that's yeah, so cute. Yeah, yeah. Is your mum a photographer? No, is my mum a photographer. <laughs> she ain't a damn photographer. Boy, those photos were murked. Um, and then my ex-girlfriend's mum printed off all the photos at her work. And then I made this little package and I sent 30 letters out. This is so entrepreneurial and well, enterprising just, of you. Yeah, I was a ute. Like, but obviously, don't get me wrong, I'm saying all this stuff. I was probably doing loads of dumb shit as well. Like, no, you know what I mean? but let's but not. Just, I found something I was really excited excited by and I was like well yeah so anyway long story short uh, a week passes don't hear nothing from any of them yeah and that's all my week's money gone I ain't got a penny left where did you even get money from at school no because I was working at a theatre at 16 oh okay so, you were an usher you were yeah, saying yeah. yeah so I was doing like three shifts a week and about 60 quid a week and I've rinsed 60 pounds on that that sounds that. like the money I made from my paper round yeah it's paper round money isn't yeah. it it's like <laughs> it's lot boy at the time you're I know like, I bought Whoa. my first phone with that I was yeah. very gassed and you're gassed fam you're like wow I earned some but um, so, I, so I sent it all out. Next day, get a call from an agent, and she's like, "Oh, would love to uh, love you to come in and talk to us." And that was it. It just seems like it kind of came naturally to you to just one invest in yourself. Yeah. Is that something like a core value that you got from someone in your family? Did you see that, or oh. like what makes you just go out and spend? Because I would never. I could never. That's not a trait I ever had. Yeah. So I'm so curious as to where um, that initially comes from. Uh, I'm impatient, so it means that that I'm I get bored of waiting for people to do things. So if you ask for everyone to do things for free, yeah. you can't moan when they don't do it. Whereas Absolutely. even if you give someone twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, hundred, eight hundred pounds, they agree to do that for that. Yeah. Then the work has to come at a time and it did. And I've worked with like loads of freelance artists, um, who I who I've always paid. I've never asked artists really do it for free um because there was nothing in it for them it was all f 
It Obviously, only, yeah, yeah. Like, there's might have been something for them, but for me, it was like my thing. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, maybe my dad. Maybe my dad's always been like. My dad's got this one thing where he's like, no one cares. Yeah. He's like, no <laughs> one really cares if you do it or don't do it. He's That's like, so... just just do it for you. Because I don't, like, you know, I don't care. And That's I always just so, was like, okay. That's so glib almost. Yeah, like, it's so glim. It's, it's so glim. I was like, my dad is a bit like that in a lot of ways in that he would just say, you know, well, life's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so like. Just well, it's on, not fair. So. Just over it. Because I'll be like, oh my God, that's not fair. Like, that was our biggest complaint as kids. Like, that's not fair. And he's like, that's not fair. That's fair. Get over it, duh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally what I told my parents about losing the role. They were just like, deep. Well, what are you going to do now? Like, <laughs> like in, in a supporting way, mind. Because they yeah. always supported me. They always gave me, like, some money for lunch or travel when I was seriously broke. Which yeah. weren't even that long ago. Yeah. Like, two, three, four years ago. But broke as a joke. I know the feeling so Yeah, like much. two bottles of wine in Stockwell for a fiver. Bap, bap. That sounds decent. You need to tell me where that shop's at. No, no, because now I would never drink it because I remember the taste tasting. I was like, this shit is vinegar with like pink. Is it the white wine? Cause no, I it's rosé. It was rosé. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Why would you? Just, yeah, because that's all we had. Like me and my, we had to get two... 50 each, right? <laughs> Buy this wine, get turned up, and then go clubbing. Because you can't afford to drink in the club. No, no so, those feelings. So it was just like, ugh, I'm not about that. Okay, so in a position where you're losing, where you felt like you were losing everything, mm-hmm. and I can, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. I know I can relate to that feeling of, and taking it personally, actually, mm. in a lot of ways. So what was ultimately like one action that you took mm-hmm. to essentially change how you felt about that situation and overcome that feeling of, I mean, I know ultimately someone came like Colin swooped in and kind of recovered that situation. But what did you do? What was an action you took to kind of get over that in the immediate? To ages. ages. I was felt, I felt, felt shit for ages. And also as an actor, you're, you're an insecure, well, I'm insecure as an actor about acting. So losing a job just only adds on top of that. Yeah. So then what we did, I think, was just make a short for the internet. So you you took that pain. Yeah. And created. Yeah, I think we made a film called You Troll, right? Which was, was my first piece of drama that I wrote, which I'm not in because I was probably feeling real insecure. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't, I'm not very good at drama. My friend Isaac's better. And um, I wrote some monologue and that was the first time me and Tree had co-collaborated I'd say because we've done loads of other little things but this was that and yeah we made a film and it screened at BAFTA and it was rad that's awesome it yeah. screened at BAFTA how did that happen in the Triforce Film Festival so it got into it and um and didn't I think it did some others but again those are the times where we didn't have money to enter into film festivals anyway so I spent like 12 pounds trying to enter into Triforce and, oh. it, and it got in so it was rad so from that email and my dad's the sort of man where it's like and I'm quite proud so when I got that L I was like oh okay we need some wait are you the kind of person that's like well I'll show you then no 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 No? it's not out of it's not out of I mean maybe in my (laughs) subconscious maybe when I get some BAFTAs (laughs) some people go get cursed no no No, I promise you not I'm definitely I'm 100% not like that because I also I also don't care like I'm 
I get, I understand that it's not malice. And one day I might have to do it because mm. I plan to have my own TV shows and films and stuff like that. So it's not easy to. No. And these people, cut. yeah, it's not that They deep. still gave you the opportunity ultimately. Yeah, they, get, they put me there. Do you know what I mean? So, so I love them. I love them. Yeah. Someone, I, one of my best friends from uni said to me, she's like, I don't care what happens to me and the fact that like, I'm working, I'm earning a very good wage right now. Mm. And as bad as the company was, she hated that company so much. Mm. Uh, as, ma- as bad as it was, she's, she will walk away, happily walk away mm. or be forced to leave. But she, was, she walks away. She was like, I'll happily walk away, but I'll always be gracious because mm. they gave me the opportunity yeah. that I would never have had anywhere else. Do you know what I mean? You just have to accept that. Yeah. It's a beautiful way to be. What's, what are you going to be upset about? It? I'm never going to work with them again. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're not out here being like, oh, you're going to work with us again. You don't care. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just carry on, be nice. And, you know, I'm sure I'll work with those great people again at some point because you try your best to maintain relationships. I did tell them I was disappointed. Yeah. I was being honest and I was being true and it's all love. It's all love. Yeah. That's yeah. good though. I think ultimately you, you ended up kind of back. Yeah, and, it's fine. And it's, it was fine. It's fine. I'm just trying to like extract the action from it. Yeah. So oh, sorry. I didn't answer it, that. Yes. So like, would you say just go and create the thing that you want to create? Remember you're an artist, right? So you're, yes. you're an artist. So, so, I was saying this to my mate the other night, like you have to take the industry and your art as two separate things. So if you're an artist, your job is to create art or, mm-hmm. or you know, or what, however you interpret that word. And in doing that, you will find some love back in... So see how the industry might have just given you a little slap. If you go create your your art in your own time and sharing in your own space within your own finances, whether that be sharing a photo you took on Facebook or, or uh, a film on YouTube or doing a monologue in front of a crowd at an open mic night, like whatever that is, that is your artistry. Just go and do that. Like when, once you got that L and they're like, yeah, we don't want you and you're not going to get paid that. And you're like, you have, you know, be mad, have a little cry, bitch out. Do you know what I mean? Tell people like, oh, fuck them. <laughs> and then after you've done all that, because nothing. If you keep doing that forever, it's gonna be peak for you. Then go and make some cool art and go and share it. And Perfect. it doesn't matter if no one sees it. So just go and make something. That's amazing advice. Oh, that is amazing advice. Honestly, that's amazing advice. Thanks. I love that because that's essentially what I've done my whole time, yeah. my whole life. Every time I've Face. I mean, I definitely have a bit of a screw you, I'm a show you type vibe yeah. to when I start it. Yeah. But ultimately I fall in love with what I was doing in, in the first place. And it becomes less about the person and more about what I'm doing and why yes. I'm doing it and why I started it in the first place. Because ultimately like that negativity and that sadness doesn't fuel you. It doesn't kind of empties you out. It's ugly. Like no one cares, bruv. They don't like, no one like, cares. I'm sad. I don't want to do anything. Everyone's like, no one cares. <laughs> get over it. Yeah. Already. Get over it is like the best saying. Get yeah. over it. No one cares. Make something. Then we'll care again. Yeah. Once you've made something positive, I'm going to care. It's a showing, it's a sign that, that you're doing something yeah. beyond being a martyr. Yeah. So, no, I love that advice. It's great. He's such a hoot. And you can follow Nathan on Twitter at Nathan Bryan. That's N-A-T-H-A-N-B-R-Y-O-N. Check out his insanely funny web series, Hashtag Reality, on YouTube or visit 
realitywebseries.com. On Wednesday's episode, we'll be talking about some of the challenges of working with a partner, how to pitch a TV show, and how to find anyone's email address and why you should be more audacious. If you like this podcast, check out the Shoutout Network by visiting shoutoutnetwork.co.uk. Be sure to follow Wannabe on Twitter and Instagram at wannabepodcast. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. To get extended show notes listing the tools and resources we've talked about on this episode, visit wannabepodcast.com. Show notes are updated on Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.